Previously on Abandoned Quest. I lost a ship, an entire family ship. Do you know how bad that is? And you do not seem to have much in the way of prospects for going to find it. Okay, so she takes out the bird. So we just write his name on it and then... Rainier, what would you like to say to your friend Floon if you could tell him anything? Please find enclosed a promise of your rescue from me and my four pals. And she throws the bird. You guys chase it down through the dock ward. You see like a little statue of a lighthouse. The eye of the lighthouse is glowing dimly from within. I'm going to poke the eye. There's a loud click. The door of the guarded shed creaks open. And you seem to have found the sleeping quarters of the Xanathar Guild. Oh, shit. You are supposed to be watching the door. I watched you barricade it all wrong. Don't hurt us. We won't hurt you. Kind of a win-win situation, yeah? Zemk throws an axe and it embeds itself in the doorway beside you. Roll initiative. Can I, like, aim for his eye? His skull shrinks around the head of your arrow and he does not get up again. We were being attacked. I just kept hearing pops and bangs. I'm Krenz. Hi, by the way. Why don't we, like, try to get him to take us to the thing we're trying to go to? So while you guys are having this conversation, Blitz cut the dude's head off that has the arrow <laughs> in it. Here's your arrow. Thank you. Very considerate. Rainier throws up. <laughs> <laughs> Blood runs under water deep. Though your night began over drinks and new partnerships, it has since devolved to murder, betrayal, and the darkest underworld in the City of Splendors. Far from the long arm of the Watch, you find yourselves in the heart of the Xanathar Guild, a ruthless cult of beasts and madmen. With the help of your new friend and amateur detective Renair Neverember, you got the drop on two cultists who'd barricaded themselves away from something tearing apart their own lair. A Duergar named Zemk attacked you and lost his head for it, and now the survivor, a human cultist named Krentz, has offered to guide you through the lair and to your missing man in exchange for his life. Now your party braces itself for the fight ahead, and should any of you live, the reward that awaits you at the end of the night. You guys are exceedingly effective in your methods. Thank you. Miser walks over and picks up her short sword. I want him to tell us where Floon is in case he dies. Can we get like down the hallway, first door on the left? It's down the hallway, first door on the left. That's actually literally where it is. <laughs> <laughs> first door on the left. Wow. <laughs> that is an incredible coincidence. <laughs> Krintz? Krintz, was it? Krintz! Uh, lead the way. Okay. Can somebody help me up? Oh, shit, yeah. Misra pulls the arrow out of his ankle. <laughs> and re-puts that one in her quiver, too. Okay, Krintz takes three damage. <laughs> and, uh, are you gonna help him up, or just collecting your things? Yeah, yeah, she helps him up. She helps him up. Okay, great. Uh, alright, so you help Krentz up, and, uh, he limps over to the door. <laughs> Somebody should move this furniture also. Maybe. Oh, shit. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, Brayden, you're pretty large. You want to take care of this? Yes, I am quite large, but my furniture moving days are long behind me. <laughs> that is for the help. Ugh. Hey, my young ward, you're kind of like the help. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you're my young ward. This is a good test of your abilities. Mm. You're so strong, Blitz. Uh -huh. You're so strong. Uh -huh. Give it a try. They're just like beds. I'm sure you can move them. Uh, okay, so she puts down the head <laughs> <laughs> that she was carrying. 
And I guess she goes to move the bed. Okay, you move the beds. It's super easy. Okay, great. <laughs> They're just like bed frames. Well done, my young ward. <laughs> this was not the hard part of the puzzle, guys. And you didn't even need to use your breath weapon. <laughs> Excellent. I pick the head back up. Krenz hops over to the door, opens it. It opens out. They were barricading nothing. And uh, leads you into the main hallway here. The hideout suffers from being very close to a sewer. There's very little light, and there's like a constant and faint putrid odor. There are some doors off to the side that clearly lead down into the sewers, and some of them are open. There are eyeballs carved and painted everywhere, and piles of books and rusted weapons that don't paint the picture of a very well-organized criminal outfit. It's a bit of a mess. We weren't expecting company. I... Oh, my brother's. Krentz gasps and wanders through his lair, which is now full of his slain comrades. Oof. Whatever conflict had happened here did not go in the Xanathar Guild's favor, and there are bodies everywhere, but only of Xanathar, so whoever was here defeated them handily. Fingernife, Koronak, Jake, you didn't move to the sewers for this. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be searching some of these bodies. Yeah, loot. Do I notice anything gold and shiny? You don't notice anything gold and shiny. This is a, not a very nice place, but if you want to roll investigation on the bodies or something. 12? 12. You find in some of their pockets, they have maybe like 50 silver between them. They're not a very wealthy unit, but you do notice that a lot of them have holes that go straight through them. Oh, shit. They seem to lose a lot of fights. Guys, something went like wrong, re- like through it. And she takes her finger and like puts it through one of the holes. <laughs> <laughs> they got like stabbed. They got like really stabbed though, like severely stabbed. Hmm. Tell you what, I'm not going to be betting on these guys anymore. Krentz points to a door at the end of the hallway. He's through there. That's last I saw of him. I'm going to sit down. No, you're going to go first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. I guess so I will. <laughs> you guys want to head to the door? Yep. Yeah. Can I Can I also do an investigation roll on the room too real quick? You sure can. Great. That's an 18. Oh, that's significantly better. You find several of these strange, tiny, barrel-shaped casings. I pick up like three of them. <laughs> and, I, and I actually, I compare it to the one I found earlier. These casings are identical to the ones you found earlier, but these are hot to the touch. Oh, okay. Ooh. Hey, what you got there? Some metal. Okay, that's normal. It's hot, so it's been used. It's been propelled through something, but I don't know what. Like a body? You think those are like tiny little crossbow bolts or what? It's like tiny little round daggers. Whoa. Can I see one? Yeah. She flips one to uh to Blitz. Blitz bites it. It caves in. It's very thin. <laughs> Bless her heart. Eh, it doesn't seem very strong. Yep, whatever those are, they'll definitely never catch on. Okay. <laughs> Through the door to the thing we need. Yeah. Open it up, Krentz. Let's see what you got. It's only your life riding on it. Yeah. That's worth more to me than anything. <laughs> he opens the door. And steps inside. What are you guys doing? I mean, oh, looking. Yeah, I want to see what happens. Waiting, watching. Through the door, you see Krentz freeze. I found your guy. And points into the room. Uh oh. Oh, this isn't good. 
You will have to go into the room to see what he's pointing at. Drag him out. I'm going to peek around the door Scooby-Doo style. Okay, roll a stealth check. 20. Yeah. Woo! Threadbare curtains hang on the east wall of a great hallway, larger than you'd have thought possible in this squat sewer hideaway. You can tell from the bloodstains, bone piles, and faded circles on the ground that this is some sort of ritual chamber. You see a half-orc, shaved bald with an eye tattooed across his massive brow, a design of tentacles inked down his cheeks like unholy tears. His purple robes are nearly black with ash and soot, the sleeves burned to the elbows, flames dancing in his clenched fist. Beneath his filthy bare foot is a human man with wavy red hair and blood pouring from a broken nose. You quickly surmise this to be Floon. Something catches your eye on a raised platform at the end of the chamber. You see a throne in the torchlight, encrusted in barnacles. A smell like whales rotting on the surface hits your nose blitz and triggers an awful nostalgia. Seated in the throne is a nightmarish figure wearing black and oily robes, enormous white eyes peering through a black leather mask, crested with the ridges of a deep sea creature. Rubbery purple tentacles dangle where its mouth should be, its many ringed fingers stroking what looks like a giant brain in its lap. Cthulhu? Is that you? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well? Mm. Okay. I'm gonna look behind me and I make like a bunch of like <laughs> hand signals. Do we understand them? <laughs> oh no, probably not. So I'm gonna point at my eyes and then I'm gonna point in there and then I'm gonna point to be quiet and then I'm just gonna shrug. <laughs> okay. These are like whips her head around at Brayden and she goes, don't fucking blow this. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Stop talking. You guys want to do a sneaky thing? We'll do a sneaky thing. That's okay. fine. Whatever. So I'm definitely okay. going to fight these guys, though. That looks like a good fight, and I like fighting. But I'll hold off for like a second <laughs> while you guys do whatever you're going to do. Okay. We, we... I'm going to be lost in the initiative anyway. Come on. <laughs> okay. If you guys wouldn't mind holding on one second, uh-huh. I'm just going to go pee before this giant fight. <laughs> oh, God. What's coming is rough. Great. DM, go away so we can make a plan. Thank you. Deal. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay, so we got Orc Iron Fist. Mm. And Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. And he's currently messing up our dude. Our, Saloon. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's Waterdeep's ass. <laughs> the ass of Waterdeep. And then there's Cthulhu uh, hiding out in the back. Probably, mm-hmm. I'm just going to guess, probably Spellcaster maybe? Yeah. So how is sneaking going to help? If I can sneak into the room and you guys can attack the orc, I can sneak around the guy who's clearly in charge and like take him hostage, because that would get the other guy to stop. Because mm. okay. my stealth is five, and then I have like sneak attack. Okay, so you're gonna go and murder that guy in the back while I create a distraction. Attacking the I orc. I don't think you're gonna be able to murder Cthulhu <laughs> right now. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna murder him. <laughs> For sure. For sure this guy is a much higher level than us. Can you imagine? Donnie would die. (laughs) There's no way in hell that's going to happen. How about our two, our our assassin and our rogue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sneak into the back and and execute this assassination plan to murder Cthulhu, which I like. I like that. God, I'm going to die. I literally have eight health. Carlina. Yes. We got this. We can do this. Okay. <laughs> we are proficient in yeah, things. Yeah, Donnie would not throw us into something we couldn't beat. That is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that 
This is an absolute lie. How about our two famous criminals walk in and be like, hey, what the fuck, dude? You're on our turf. We got to hash this out like criminal, like civilized criminals. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go. I like the assassination you- plan better. Well, right, right. This is the distraction. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, we could do both. Blitz and Mizra can go in sneakily. And then you two as like the big like water deep crime lords can go in there and be like, hello, friend who's also a crime lord. <laughs> You're new in town. <laughs> Can we do, I wonder if we can do like a history check on this dude and see if we know who he is or if we know of him. That's actually a good idea. Brayden or Zig should do that because they live here. Well, no, I, I think I think we're going to have to do that when we walk in the room because we you're the only one who's seen them. Oh, I thought everyone saw it. No. Only you. Oh. Yeah, we only saw your hand gestures. Okay, right. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck is she talking about? Do some hand gestures that mean, uh, do you do a history check? <laughs> okay. Do like mine rubbing a beard? Yeah. <laughs> I see you guys have used this time well. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly... <laughs> We've got it. We've got it. We've got a foolproof plan. Do we? <laughs> We're all gonna die. Cthulhu's never gonna see it coming. Does my twenty stealth carry over if I want to whisper very quietly? Uh, if it's to your party or to Krenz, then it's fine. Yeah, it's to my party. Okay, so you just tell them what's going on. Yeah, so I'm gonna like back up a little bit and whisper. Okay, there is a guy in here. There's an orc guy who has flown. He has fiery fist hand. But I don't think he's the main problem. There is another guy. He has like a black mask and tentacly things, and he looks very dangerous. So, I'ma sneak in, and you guys, with your clout, come in to distract and maybe barter for Flume's life. Yes, yes, maybe. I like your plan, my young ward. Misra. Yes. Upon hearing Blitz's description of a man with a tentacle face, you remember horror stories in the Underdark of beings known as Illithid, referred to by surface dwellers as Mind Flayers. Oh, fuck. We're gonna die. We're gonna die, y'all. Told you. Hey, Donnie, you remember we're level one, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, great. You sure? (laughs) You sure? (laughs) Sure. Hey, hey, Misra. Why don't you protect my young ward and also reveal any information you may have about our foes? This is a mind flare? What does that mean? They dangerous as fuck. What do they do? From your time in the Underdark, as you understand it, uh, mind flayers are sort of parasitic magic users. Oh, good. Mm, Love that. (laughs) That have, have gone into the Underdark to seek power. There aren't a lot of them left, but you don't know enough about that to really get the details. But you know that they are to be avoided. Are they, would I know, like, their weaknesses or anything about that? Probably not, no. You know that that they're very physically weak. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so I tell them all about that kind of thing. I tell them basically you just told me. Physically weak? All right. I mean, how badly do we really need to rescue this guy? (laughs) It's cool. We... Got this. Um, I, for one, am not going anywhere near that. That I won't. fucks up our plan. I don't think you understand. We will die if we try to encounter that. We will die. Can't kill what's already dead, I always say. Mm. But that's just me. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> we have to find another way to do this. <laughs> okay, so how about, how about this? My, uh, my young ward 
why don't you go in there and just like look around and see if there are any chandeliers we can drop on them or something. <laughs> okay, I'm on it. I'm gonna sneak back in and see what is around them. Okay, uh, there's not really much into the room. Uh, actually, hey, do a perception check or an investigation check if you're going to do this. What am I talking about? It's just an 11. You don't really see that much in the room that hasn't already been described. Uh, you do see that Floon looks bad. So if if this guy like runs off like psychic energy, this is my biggest thing is we have to figure out a way to get around it. I mean, we're level one. We, we have nothing that can do that. I know. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> if only we had like a brainless companion. Oh, hey. Krentz, <laughs> what's the deal? Is this guy like your boss or what? Krentz is like frozen in the room that he is standing in. Oh, dang. Not like ice frozen, just like shaking frozen. Oh, okay. And he says, oh, and you hear from inside the room. Krentz, what are you doing? <laughs> I heard a bunch of stuff outside. Okay, let's let's let this play out. Yeah, let's let's. Krentz, don't, don't you fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, Grumshaw, but uh, I have some uh, new recruits. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> that I thought, you know, what with the war going on, we might could use a bit of uh, muscle, you know. That's your cue. Go in there. You've got this. And just like we planned. You said muscle. It should be you. You told me not to fuck it up. So this is on you. Go, go. You're the new recruits. You you can do it. This is hardly the time. And then you hear from inside the room. You hear. And also, it's from inside the room. And also, like, in all of your heads somehow. And it says, uh, No, I'd love to see this play out. Oh, oh I don't like that. <laughs> That we die, yeah. I really like that. <laughs> I mean, I love that Brayden's all over. My it. kind of guy. I'm staying stealth. Is is anyone gonna go in there not stealth? Here's the thing. I could actually be a recruit. We're both from the Underdark. This has a potential to work. Go. You've got this. Zig, please remember that you have <laughs> spare the dying. What? What's that? Remember, remember that you have spared the dying. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is me retconning to when we were back at that bar. And I'm like, hey, Zig, uh, you, you can, like, help people out when they're, like, dying and shit, right? Yeah, I guess. Cool, cool, cool. Just uh, remember that uh, I'm your pal. <laughs> and uh, get my back sometime, okay? Yeah, man, I'll think about it. Great. And then flash forward and Mijo's like, internally, fuck. <laughs> Okay, so Mizra is going to walk in and like she walks in and sees the mind flayer and just like- As soon as you see the mind flayer, your knees buckle, you feel a little sick, your body feels like jiggly. Even looking at the mind flayer turns your gears a little backwards. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so she walks in and she uh, is like basically bowing, being very respectful towards the mind flayer. Um- and she just like stands up kind of very straight and goes I'm here to serve you all of your kind are here to serve me you're right I can't tell if that's racist or if it's like <laughs> he knows about the whole group what can I yeah, yeah I don't know do you want to roll a uh, persuasion check me? Mm-hmm. yeah 
Convince them. Okay, yeah. Cross your fingers, y'all. You got this. <laughs> no. Four. Crit fail. That's it was bad. It's bad. It was a crit one. It was a crit one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was a but I got four with my plus three. Okay. Hard move, buddy. Hard move. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Suddenly, you all get the feeling like worms are growing. You voice out of your head. You look up to realize you're standing in a row. Holy fuck! Inside the ritual chamber. So are we all just like standing next to her? <laughs> well, shit. Oh yes, awesome. Totally got that. <laughs> That's the hard move I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. This did not go great, guys. Sorry, y'all. The half orc who but was it previously totally wasn't my fault. The half orc who was previously the half the orc, orc. <laughs> Grumshar, the half orc, looks shocked at your arrival. And he points at Krantz and says, "What is the meaning of this? These are the new recruits. New recruits." <laughs> and suddenly Krantz goes stiff, oh, and his eyes go blank, oh. and he walks into the corner and sits down peacefully. I really liked him. The Mind Flayer. Oh, shit. Also, Brayden, you know Deep Speech. I do. You understand that the Mind Flayer said, oh, I was hoping there would be game tonight. Grumshar, you have brought shame upon yourself by bringing me this false lord. Bring me the true brain and skullport. And we will speak of your redemption. Oh, sweet. Damn. You guys, he's into eating people. I like him already. <laughs> Wait, so he said that the dude is a false lord, which means that the guy that we brought with us, who's the real lord, <laughs> is, the, is the brain that he wants? Am I understanding that right? That might be the case. Is he in the room too? I mean, he has to be. This thing can read your mind. Try not to think about it too hard. <laughs> My name is oh, Detective. So we brought him the thing that he wants. <laughs> yeah, Detective Forever Cold. Think about literally anything else. This is Detective Cold Fingers or whatever. <laughs> the Mind Flayer looks at you, Zig, mm. and you feel a pressure in your head, like someone mm-hmm. is sliding their thumb across the inside of your skull. Lovely. Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Fuck me. What'd you roll? It wasn't good. Doesn't matter. (laughs) What was it? It was a nine. (laughs) (laughs) And she had a plus four. What does this thing do to me? It now knows like the pin to my phone and the passwords to my computer. Like, (laughs) steals your identity and your social security number. It owns the alibi now. Yeah. (laughs) Grumshar, bring me that one too. And the mind flare sits up and you notice something spill from its lap. A little something about the size of a watermelon with legs of a small lion cub. Does it have a gun? In its paw. No, it doesn't have a gun. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, I'm picturing an actual watermelon with lion's paws. Yeah, just swap the lion. Just swap the watermelon for a brain and you basically got the idea. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's a brain? Ew. I like the watermelon better, but okay. The brain prowls at the edge of the room, poised to strike like a little lion. The mind flare floats toward the back of the room. It puts a hand on a smooth black stone around its neck, carved to resemble the eye of a beholder, and speaks a phrase not even Brayden can interpret. 
Reality seems to twist in on itself as the glowing borders of a slender portal tear itself into existence, briefly adding the stench of mold and salt air to the cocktail of odors. The Mind Flayer takes one last look at all of you. Such promise. It then floats through the portal, its huge eyes still fixed in your direction as it disappears. But your line of sight is broken by the orc, who stomps toward you with a flaming fist. I am Grumshaw, the blameless, the axe defiled, the flaming fist of Xanathar, the one-man coliseum for his many eyes, the prowler- Am I frozen? None of you are frozen. Yeah, arrow. Oh, I wanted to hear the rest of his speech. I'm not letting this asshole finish a fucking speech. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. No offense. I wanted to hear it. 23, why do they come up now? And that was a nat 20. I wasted my nat 20 on initiative. 15 to 20. (laughs) I'm 23. I got 21. I I am 19. Braden got 12. And I got to tell you, he is pumped to be fighting the Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first in the order is... uh, Me. Zig. Yeah, it is. I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds on the big guy. Okay. Fuck everything. Six to hit. Uh, That does not hit. Of course it doesn't. So in the middle of this dude's speech, you just started running towards him and you missed. Six Uh. just in the corner looking at their hands like... (laughs) (laughs) So real quick, what happened to the Cthulhu guy? He left through a portal. Oh shit. Is it it still open? It appears to be. Oh. Do we go through the portal? Do we want to die? (laughs) <laughs> I say, let's go through the fucking portal. So we're just going to completely forget about the guy we're trying oh, to Oh, shit, save. I forgot about, yeah, we, we have a mission. So, uh, Misra, you're up. I am going to shoot an arrow at this guy, at the flame guy. Okay. He's got flame hands. I'm not going to shoot at his hands. Does he still have one foot on Floon? Yeah, he's like standing next to Floon at this point. Okay, then I'll just shoot, not aiming for his hands. A 16 to hit. That hits. And that's uh, six piercing damage. So the orc gets hit with the arrow and stumbles back, and it sort of interrupts the flames in his hand for a second, and he grunts. Oh, it's concentration. Next up is Blitz. All right, before I say what I'm going to do, do we really want to go through this portal? I think we should concentrate on saving Floon first. What if we could do both? Oh, man. How By splitting up the party? No. No, not to split up the party. I mean, both, yes. Okay. I, I think if we get Floon in a position where he is in the state he's currently in and we transport him through the portal, he's going to immediately die. But what riches await us on the other side of the portal? Death. <laughs> Perhaps far greater riches than book royalties? I'm hearing 2v1 on this. All right, Janelle, you need to make a call. <laughs> we can't be having this conversation in the middle of a battle. Okay, so Blitz is going to rip down one of the curtains. Okay. Go, like, run towards Floon and try and... I'm going to try and, like, barrel into the dude to, like, knock him, like, further back and throw the curtain over Floon. And you need to tell me, like, how much of this I can do in one turn. But, like, my idea is to, like, hit the dude off of Floon, throw the curtain over him, grab the curtain, and pull him with me into the portal. That is, like, my entire, like, thing. But I don't know how much of that is one action. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you grab the curtain and you can tackle the wizard or you can put the blanket over Floon. And that's as far as you're going to get this turn. Okay. Um, I'll grab the curtain and tackle the wizard dude then. Move and shove are the things that are happening. Right. Okay. Make a uh, strength check. 17. 
Well, no matter what you're doing, let's say that works. Okay. <laughs> Come at this wizard holding a curtain, and uh, he looks at you for a second, and then you completely barrel into him, and he'll take a damage, let's say, from the inconvenience. But as you tumble to the ground with this guy, the curtain you're holding bursts into flames. Mm, okay, I see the problem there. <laughs> and you take uh, one. Da- you take one damage also. Wait, but his flame went out. No, it didn't. It flickered. It flickered. Yeah. Oh shit. Just flickered. All right. Okay. How much damage did I take? One. Okay. And you are now holding a curtain between the two of you that is on fire. I see. Yeah, that did not work the way I thought that was going to work. We'll see where that goes. Is that all you want to do? I mean, I guess I would immediately let go of something that I was holding that was on fire. That was more my question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let's obviously let's go of that and like- Call that a free action. In a startled like, ah, and like throws it at his face kind of thing. No, you can let it go. You can't make another attack. So you try. (laughs) Next in the order is Grumshar. Uh, you see his hand wreathe in flames. You being right next to him, he sort of does a big punch and casts Firebolt. And let's see if it works. Yeah, that hits. Yep, that hits. Oh, God. You take five damage. Okay, still alive. You feel the heat against your scales or whatever. Mm. But you're a dragon. You can live through it. Right? Oh, wait, I have damage resistance. Wait one second. It is to lightning. Never mind. <laughs> Wrong kind of dragon. Continue. Now it is Brayden's turn. Brayden seeing the orc wielding this magical fire punching ability is certain that this is going to be a good fight. And he enters his barbarian rage, his veins bulging out of his face, (laughs) neck, and arms. Finally! A proven warrior! And uh, he's going to attempt to grapple the Iron Fist, which I get to make with uh, advantage. Let's see how I do. I got a 20. How's it do? Is he grappled? He is grappled, yes. Sweet, I'm going to bite him. Yeah, <laughs> into it. All right, tell me how this works. Uh, well, so if I've got somebody grappled, I can bite them for free. Okay. So I don't have to I don't have to try to hit. I just get to do the damage. Oh my God. I assume it's still an action though, right? Yeah, it's my attack. Yeah. Wait, it says bonus action, dude. Uh, mm, do I get to do this as a bonus action? So I think it's my attack. You use I think it's just a- an attack. bonus action to bite them. Oh, sweet. Uh, <laughs> All right. Sweet. Well, then, let's do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it twice. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna bite him, and then I'm gonna really really bite him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was for uh, six piercing and three necrotic damage, and three piercing and three necrotic damage plus my rage damage. If anyone knows what that is off the top of your head, I don't. I think it's two. I've never played a barbarian, so I have no idea. Yeah. Well, let's just go with the basic bite damage for now. So that's uh, nine plus six damage. Oh, thank God for Braden. The fire in the orc's hands goes out. His eyes flicker shut, but he still seems to be holding on by like one hit point through some sort of racial perk. <laughs> <laughs> when your teeth dig into him a second time and the wizard goes limp. Ah, boo, spellcaster. I thought you were a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you thought that. <laughs> like the immortal iron fist. I've heard, I've heard, I had a dream about it once. <laughs> Does the brain get a turn? Yes. <laughs> oh, gross. Why do, why do you remind him? <laughs> Sorry. Does the brain not get a turn? <laughs> Correct. Nice save. <laughs> What's everybody's HP like right now? Why? I'm great. I just drank a dude. Eight. So it's a big, big four over here. 
Still? No, you you got the short rest. Yeah, it's yeah, and then I got punched by a by a flaming fist. Oh man! Uh, yeah. You mortals are super squishy. Uh huh. Blitz. No, Zig. Mm. No, 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 no. For a second, you feel <laughs> no, no. You feel the room closing in around you. You feel your ears becoming hot, and you feel your knees getting wobbly. You drop to one knee. The whole world vibrating, and then you hear, Vin, turn, and Krentz has stood up with his shaky ankle and has his finger pointed over at the intellect devourer, this strange hobbly brain, which seems to stop. Your mind has cleared again as the brain cocks to one side and hops over to Krentz. Did Krenz just fucking save you? Yes. Okay, this man gets free pass to the alibi oh, forever and ever. Um, the brain, like, steal my knowledge of spells. <laughs> Come <laughs> Just waiting for Yeah, that let's go happen. with that. <laughs> Come here, you big brain! And Krenz holds his arms open and the brain hops into it. He wraps his arms around the intellect of They cannot believe what's happening. And he sort of like runs his fingers through the folds of the, of the brain and the brain like Ew. nuzzles up to his neck. Oh my God. I mean, it's kind of cute in this context. No, can I sit down? You, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, by your leave, dude. <laughs> Great. And he, he walks over and sits in, in the big mind flayer's throne. And as he as he runs his fingers through the folds of the brain, you see it soothed and the portal slowly closes. Damn, what a journey that was. Okay, back to... <laughs> so is Krintz going to try and take over the gang now? Is that what just happened? All hail, Lord Krantz. We definitely kept the right one alive, I'm just saying. Floon, my friend. Oh, shit, this guy. Rhaenyra runs into the room and sees his friend passed out on the ground. Hey, does anybody know how to stabilize someone who has been hurt very badly, maybe? Quickly, does anyone know how to stabilize someone? Perhaps who's been hurt quite badly. I need any sort of healer just- or... Anybody. Anybody at all. Sig's just like checking their nails. <laughs> well, I have to wait for my turn, right? No, we're out of initiative. Oh, oh, that, oh, then yeah, I can spare the thing, I guess. Woo! <laughs> for the first time. Oh, wow, have you been able to do that this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in this campaign. A confidence awakes within you. <laughs> oh, shit, I remember yeah, yeah. now. Something that the Mind Flayer did to your brain has unlocked I all know of this spell. <laughs> That's canon, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners at home... Uh, Sarah did not know that she had like four spells <laughs> on her on her character Way sheet. Wait, out me, Janelle! <laughs> Jesus! Amazing, my friend! Please, I, I did it. I spared the dying. Tell me about it. That, mm. They spared them. <laughs> they, they just they did it. What's it look like to me, the vampire? I go over. <laughs> And I basically just uh, like snap my fingers two times in front of their face. They're spared. (laughs) 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 They're spared. Floon Blagmar's beautiful eyes flutter open, and Renair says, Thought we'd lost you, old friend. And Floon says, Renair? You saved me? Ah. 
I would lay the credit more at the feet of these four individuals. Yeah. And he gestures to you guys. Braden kind of wipes his mouth off on his cuff like surreptitiously. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot thank you enough. I owe you my life. Do you have any gold? Uh, <laughs> I can't. Uh, Fluid pats his pants and he says, I'm so sorry. I don't think I have any gold. All right, okay. Rhaenyra's like, It's fine. It's fine. She was kidding. <laughs> it was a very funny joke. I tried. Clearly. Never mind. And Fluid sits up and uh, he gives you a big hug, Zig. Oh. And that's when you recognize Floon. No. <laughs> no longer covered in blood and bruises, you recognize him as a local escort. And while he's never worked for you, he is friends with several of your employees. You remember a day in the alibi when you saw Floon standing in the middle of a gathered crowd telling a story so charming and dirty that he had the attention of everyone in the room and you had to send in one of your boys to pull Floon into a bedroom free of charge <laughs> just so people would get back to spending money. Oh. oh, he's quite good at his job, if I remember correctly. Thank you all for your assistance in rescuing my friend. Ah. Uh, is there anything you guys want to do in here? I know you like to poke around before or anything. Yeah, I'd like to do an investigation check. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I mean, there's nothing in here except for the dead body, right? You know what? For once, Brayden is also going to investigate. <laughs> oh, look at that. Specifically the portal. Nice. I want to get in there. It's gone. Yeah, well, it's still there. The portal's still there. Yeah. It's just closed, right? Michael, did you roll? It was a seven. Uh, Brayden, you see, like, the faintest little lightning crack of a portal left, but you can see that it is quickly shrinking. But you can smell salt and mold and hear the faintest ringing of a bell before it is gone. How curious. Blitz. Blitz wants to go pet the brain. Just so everyone knows, I got a nat 20 for animal handling <laughs> to pet the brain. <laughs> are, are we great friends now? J Janelle and this brain are buddies. You pet the hell out of this intellect devourer. <laughs> and it rubs itself all over you and climbs on your shoulders. And you guys are very firm friends. <laughs> oh, look how cute it is. Yeah, in this context. Do you know any tricks? It doesn't have a mouth, but <laughs> through its brain, it projects the idea that it's rolling all over the place in your hands. Gross. But it's also not doing that, and the two things on top of each other make your tummy hurt a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Zig. Mm. Zig, you rolled a 15? Yes. Um, you see that on Grumshar's body, there is a book. It is bound in oily black leather that smells faintly of salt water. And inside this book, uh, which has seen considerable weathering from improper storage, you see a series of runes and symbols that a magic user might be able to identify. Uh, can you roll arcane with advantage? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you had that guy in your noggin. Yeah, n 19. Nice. You remember the countless hours of research you poured into the pursuit of necromantic magic, praying that this might be one step closer to the goal you sacrificed so much for. Mm -hmm. And you begin to recognize these strings of scripts and runes. This is Grumshar's spellbook, <gasps> containing all the magic bestowed to him by the Mind Flayer. Yoink. Oh, cool. Suddenly... 
You feel where's your where's your whip right now? Uh, ooh, it's it's at my hip. It's definitely at my hip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you feel the tails of the whip sort of start to drift uh, around and float and reach up towards your hand. Where the book is, or like, oh no, it wants to be held. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll grab the whip. You grab the whip and it goes rail straight like a wand. Ooh. Ooh. And once per day, you can cast one of the following spells from this wizard spell book. Mm-hmm. What? Burning hands, disguised self, false life, shield, or unseen servant. Ooh. As long as you hold this book once per day, you could use one of the preceding spells. I love that. I will take it. Everything has been worth it <laughs> for this. <laughs> Mizra, you rolled a 15? I did. Tucked behind a stone chair is a small, unlocked wooden chest. Inside, you find two potions of healing, 16 gold pieces, 82 silver pieces, and 250 copper pieces. Cool, cool, cool. Now we get healing potions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And since you all rolled pretty good, but I'm going <laughs> to give it to Brayden so he has a scene. <laughs> the room looks empty, but a thorough search of the room reveals a rough-hewn tunnel hidden beneath a loose flagstone. Ooh. Through it, you smell beer and baking bread. Hey, this is going to sound crazy, but this tunnel smells awesome. <laughs> <laughs> check, come check this out. Does anyone else smell that? That's like so alluring. I love this smell as well. Yes, I wonder over. Mm. Am I still holding the brain? Yeah. I bring it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You said, so, okay. Yeah, so it, it sort of uh, snuggles up in your arms or whatever, but you do see it crawl up to your shoulders and look over at Krentz, who's still standing in the room. Or, well, I guess sitting in the chair. Yeah, we should do something with him, I guess. You want to come with us, buddy? Uh, I mean, I feel like maybe I should stay here, but maybe if you want a spy or something, I'd be down with that. Works for me. Can I keep your your little brain dog? Because it's very cuddly and we seem to get along very nice. I, uh, he's my animal companion, but maybe if you... Rule really good or something. <laughs> you can deprive me of my only joy in the Xanathar guild. Oh, I don't... It seems mean. Does she have to roll again? Yeah, you have to... I don't want to do that. Roll a persuasion check, perhaps. Yeah, roll persuasion, Janelle. We need to keep this brain. <laughs> okay. 24. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Is that that 20? Okay. Look, no. I'll take I'll take really good care of him and we can share. Like you can have him on weekends. Can he teach you to use it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tell you what, Krentz, since you have just agreed to give this brain to my young ward. Now I happen to have some inkling of how dangerous of a creature that is, and I know my young ward a little bit after this adventure, so why don't you come with us and enter my service as my personal uh, brain of ward keeper keeper? <laughs> like, uh, you can be the beast keeper who is in charge of all the strange animals we might collect in our adventures. But like specifically this brain guy, like you'll be in charge of like, like, like crumbling the little flakes that it eats or whatever. Krentz looks at you, Brayden. And looks at you, Blitz, 
and then looks down at the body of Grumshar, and he rolls it over and pulls his jacket robe off, and on him, the singed elbows look like a dank, oversized kimono. <laughs> and he says, Let's get out of here, boss. Yes! <laughs> yeah! You have hired the agent, Krentz. Yes! Nice! Yes! Guys, this is going so much better than every other episode. So much better. All right, so now can we go to the alibi? <laughs> yes. Crazy sex drinks, yes? Okay. Wait, I thought we are going to follow bread. No? Oh, yeah, let's go down the yeah, tunnel. Yeah, let's find out yeah, what yeah. that smell is. What is Brain's name? Does Brain have a name? It's Vain. It's Charles Vane. <laughs> okay, I love it. What does Vane eat? Does he have a mouth? What's <laughs> it's like inspecting the I'm just going to hazard a guess, but I think he eats intellect. Oh. Cra- crazy eye, right? Yeah, he took all my healing spells. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little existential. I hope you guys have access to like a lot of corpses or something. I know that's a weird thing to say. Buddy, did you stumble like on the right group of people? We make lots of corpses. I can't wait to be hanging out with you guys. You're gonna love the alibi. So you guys climb into the secret tunnel, which isn't paved um, like the sewer tunnels. You follow it down and slowly the smell of the sewer gets further away from you. And uh, the path tips up after about 40 feet. But blocking the way up is a large flat flagstone, which is just a big flat stone, if anybody, you know. I move it. You super move it. It's very easy. (laughs) We're not even going to roll for it. (laughs) So you, you pick it up and slide it aside like a sewer cover, and you come out of the tunnel in a dark and disused corner of a cellar. You see brewing supplies and a lot of clutter of no real value. It's probably an old bicycle or whatever the equivalent is in the corner. And as you step into the cellar, you see a halfling woman holding a baby in one arm and stirring a wooden vat in the other. She has not yet noticed you. This adventure has taken a strange turn. This does not look like she is making bread. I think she just has a baby. You can make bread and also have a baby. But that's like a cauldron? She seems like a normal woman. She's not cooking the baby. Oh, wait. Uh, I cannot I cannot enter this place. <laughs> wait, why? Shit. He has not been invited? Uh, uh, yes. Hearing you guys talking, the halfling woman looks up and she gasps. Evelyn! And you hear footsteps coming from upstairs, but Rainier steps forward with his hands up. Gentle halfling, be not alarmed. Rainier, take off your mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. I'm so sorry. Yeah, she was definitely cowering at Rainier. Um, but uh, but at your advice, Rainier pulls his mask off and smiles at her super handsomely. And he says, uh, please, we mean you no harm. My name is Rainier Neverember. And these are my compatriots. We have rescued a friend of mine from a guild of bandits in that very tunnel, which I'm sure you had no knowledge of. (laughs) Oh, adventurers. Why, yes, of course. Uh, We had no knowledge of that tunnel. (laughs) We'll we'll cover it right quick. Unless you think you'll be uh, needing it again. We might. She looks at Zig with dreamy eyes. (laughs) I certainly hope you'll be needing it. Sometime soon. Oh, I'm sure I'll find some need for it. Wink. Wink! (laughs) All right, quickly, quickly, out of here! She ushers all of you 
towards the exit of the cellar, except for Brayden. Um, <laughs> What's your problem exactly here? Kind woman. You trying to get a job in a brewery? Kind woman, would you please... Uh... Oh, I thought this was your house. Is this a brewery? I live in the brewery. It's water deep. You know, you gotta have a business. <laughs> Damn, I really don't want to set a precedent uh, one way or the other about mixed living slash work environments. I mean... Because I think it needs to be your domicile, like, specifically for certain magical things to happen or not happen. You seem to focus on a lot of weird shit, mister. <laughs> I do. Tell, tell you what, why don't you just uh, invite me in and it won't be an issue. Yeah, 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 get up here. Come on through. It's going to be oh, fine. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I did not want to be rude. Unlike all, right. all my friends. <laughs> Very polite giant you guys travel with. All right. You'll be well. And a brain. Thank you, young miss. Yes, this is polite blood on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys climb up the stairs of this brewery and you find yourself back in the dock ward near the corner of Fish Gut Alley, near where your adventure began. I feel like finally we should go to the alibi and someone send word <laughs> to Volvo. Oh. Volvo. Volo. Send word to Volvo. The car. <laughs> <laughs> <Volvo>. <laughs> the sentient car. <laughs> Well, it's been a real adventure. <laughs> it certainly has. And I think it is time I take my leave of you. What? No. Come. Wait, aren't you coming back with us to the alibi? Take care of the drink. Come on. I've spent enough. You're like a super cool guy. Thank you so much. And I think the same of you. That I have spent enough time in taverns for today, I think. And he seems to consider something. I am aware, of course. That the four of you are the sort of sort that my father would prefer to see finished. Before tonight, I might have agreed. But all I have seen tonight are people who get things done. Even if it were toward an end, I would rather not pursue. You four have my respect. And should you have need for respect in high standing, you need only send the word. And he pulls something from the bag on his belt and hands it out to you. Is it a bird? <laughs> I take it. Yeah. Oh. He hands you a flat leather envelope, Raiden, and inside there are four paper birds, birds folded in a stationary woven through with gold and black. Oh my god. You have each received a bird of means, which will allow you to contact Renair Neverember with privacy and urgency. Cool. Cool. Good night, you all. And he winks and says, keep the blood off the streets. And then he turns and makes his way into the night. Oh, shit. Okay, tell your dad he owes me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> and Floon looks at you guys and he says, um, Any of you uh, know where Volo is, maybe? <laughs> yeah, we're going to meet with him back at the alibi. You are coming with us. Oh, right. I love the alibi. He's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm aware. Perfect. Let's go. <laughs> and they walked down the street hand in hand <laughs> until the sun started to rise and Brayden dashed off <laughs> into, a, into an alleyway somewhere. <laughs> and so the, what is it at this point? Seven of you? <laughs> 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 oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> people. 
Are you including the brain? <laughs> yeah, I'm including the brain. So the seven of you catch a, catch a jitney. You guys find a carriage or something that you all clamor inside of. You can make your way at t- across town to wherever we have determined the alibi is. <laughs> <laughs> to the, that place, yes. <laughs> so you, you guys walk in a big lounge. There's like a bunch of low cushion seating, lots of red and black. Mm-hmm. There's a stage, purple, okay. red, purple. Um, <laughs> then the red of blue. And you, uh, <laughs> there is a stage, but nobody is on it as it's very early in the morning. And you do have some regulars floating around the place. A dwarven woman with a pixie cut and a platinum beard hurries over to you. Zig, you know her as Mirgwen. She's carrying a silver tray full of empty goblets. Nice to see you, boss. Do we have need of, um, privacy? Yes, I believe so. No? Guys? Well, you're in charge. <laughs> I'm just letting you fucking order your people. I prefer to do stuff in private as a matter of principle. Long rest, right? That's where we're going? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Long rest in a, in a meeting room of some uh-huh. kind. Maybe like a magical pipe with yes, something in yes. it, you know? Let's, yeah, okay. They'll go to their rooms, get fluent job. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I have to agree with Zig. All right, I'm gonna, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm gonna get y'all a drink and some pipes <laughs> and some couches. Perfect. A, a bird came for you, Zig, by the way, mm. uh, from a, uh, f- from a uh, volo. Thamp, Godar? No way. So he says, uh, he says, uh... You open my mail? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Of course not. I wouldn't dream of it, Zig. No, no, never, never. And she... Uh, that's a felony. <laughs> she turns tail and gets the hell out of there. He's holding the bird. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> so they set you up with a, with a big, big lounge. Very purple. Very comfortable. <laughs> and the letter from, uh, Volo says, um... I'm coming <laughs> over. <laughs> when was this delivered? <laughs> Seven hours ago. This <laughs> ball is drunk as shit. <laughs> <laughs> in the club. This fucking shit face in a corner. Yeah, it does seem kind of like a drug text a little bit, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, in a in like twenty minutes, Volo stumbles in holding a crumpled bird of means in his hand. I came as soon as I could. Uh, Floon, is that you, good buddy? And Floon, who's at the bar, uh, looks over and sort of just like waves floppily and says, Hi, Volo. And Volo runs over and gives Floon a big, big hug. Well, we were promised a good amount of gold. Is that what I recall? And royalties, yes? Yes, royalties to the books. That he writes. Mm, yes. Of course. Of course. All right. You want your manuscript back? I should probably give you that back. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> my young ward. First, the gold. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he no, gets no, the. Gu- then he gets the manuscript <laughs> you give back. Us the gold, okay, all right. And then I give you the manuscript. Upon hearing the word gold, Volo suddenly regains his composure. Now about that, I can tell you that friendship. And a place like this is more important than gold. No, it's not. And I mm. am elated to have so much of one, mm. while so little of the other. Mm-hmm. Now, see, my young ward, the important thing is that you learn something from this. 
I can, I can, you know, I confess that I have but a few coins to spare. Well, you're definitely going to give us those. But never let it be said that Volo reneges on a promise. I mean, that's definitely what this seems like you're doing. It's all, it's all in the presentation. Allow me to appeal to your professional sensibilities and present you with a treasure with much more potential. And he holds out a scroll tube. I take it. Brayden. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't keep taking everything, Brayden. <laughs> Fair enough. It's all yours. <laughs> My house. <laughs> Zig, inside is a document that you are familiar with as a business owner in Waterdeep because it is the deed to a property. Oh, shit. Which property, pray tell? I have heard that this particular property that I have come into the acquisition of was haunted. So, I bought it. As you all know, I've been hard at work on Volo's guides to spirits inspectors, and I was hoping the investigation of a real ghost might spice up my third act. It's been a hotel, a tavern, a meeting place for revolutions, and for those of you who might be between residences, a new home. It is sealed, notarized, and apparently legitimate. And if accepted, will make you the owners of a property called Troll Skull Manor. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm in. Well, I do not have anywhere to sleep anymore <laughs> oh, because no. my fucking ship was stolen. So <laughs> that, I guess, would be useful. Yes. To me personally. I'm so happy that we can work things out. And also that I do not have my friend's death on my conscience. Yeah, that's that's a perk. <laughs> I bet. I guess that's okay. Now, if I might get that manuscript back. I don't think that that's how that works at all. You didn't give us the gold, and I'm not really happy with you right now about that. I did give you a place to sleep, apparently. Yeah. But is that worth gold? Is that equivalent <laughs> to how much it actually is worth? How much? Wait, wait, Volo, Volo, how much did you pay for this property? Uh, this, this property? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This one? Uh-huh. Yeah, that one. I paid handsomely. Uh-huh. That's not a number. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yes. So we're keeping the manuscript great. Why do I feel like somebody paid him to take the deed? <laughs> <laughs> How much does property cost in Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> Google! I tell you what, I tell you what. Uh-huh. Volo. Yeah? Volvo. Great. No. This deed does not exactly cover your debt to us. Mm. But this manuscript is essentially entirely worthless to us and only of worth to you. <laughs> So, what I would like to do is I would like to return your manuscript mm -hmm. in return for your continued assistance regarding this property vis-a-vis uh, -vis management of any potential business ventures we may launch from that place. And we're still getting 20% of royalties. Yes, of course. Or whatever percent we agreed on. Is that amenable to you, Volvo? It was 20, for sure. Yes, deal. I don't. He shakes your hand. Shit, now I think I went lower than I originally got. Excellent. I'll set up a meeting with the magistrate, or whatever word is appropriate, for the morning, so we might transfer the property formally. Oh no, I have just forgot. I have a meeting back at the vineyard. <laughs> I got to go, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get to the 
the fucking alibi that Brayden keeps saying he wants to go to, and now he has to fucking run off. I forgot I have a breakfast thing. And as Brayden dashes out of the alibi, drink thrown from his hand and undoing his tie, you have finished the day with gold treasures and the deed to a haunted but central property called Troll Skull Manor. Yeah. You also have influential friends. Volo, the best-selling author, Floon, the beautiful commoner, and Lord Renair Neverember of the Noble Houses. And Krentz, the brain master. Yes. As well yeah, as- and a brain puppy. You have also gained an agent, the Xanathar spy, Krentz, and his faithful friend, the intellect devourer, Charles Vane. Sweet. Next time, <laughs> we'll learn the secret of many haunted Troll Skull Manor. But for now, take a long rest and level up. Yeah, Woo! we did it. I'm so shocked we're alive. We're not, we're not dead. So hungry right now. This has been Abandoned Quest, a production of Sea Monsters Etc. Featuring Mike Allen as Braden Stabiner, Janelle Irene Lawson as Blitz Avianosets, Sarah Nagel as Zig, and Carlina Manzi as Misra Tiston. Character and album illustration by Jem, who you can find on Instagram at MadeFetish. This has been your Dungeon Master, Donnie Knowles. Thank you for listening, and from all of us at Abandoned Quest, don't give up.